black guy. Guys, um, hope seriously everybody is good. I don't know really myself what's going on with the world right now. It seems that uh, it's gone mad. It's crazy as it stands. Um, the coronavirus, the COVID nineteen, is just fucking everything. Like I've never in my lifetime seen something happen that's had such a global impact to the extent where people are literally talking about being locked down to their houses to like not leave to go to the shops that's what's freaking me out what's also freaking me out is if people have been told hey guys you can't go to the shop you need to stock up on supplies and people's first reaction was dead on let me get pasta beans and toilet roll now i mean i'm not gordon ramsay i'm not michelle rude jr i'm not Jamie Oliver but what I can tell you is pasta beans and toilet roll doesn't make a nice pasta bake that's not going to be tasty maybe get yourself other ingredients like dried ingredients you know like dried dried spring onions dried chives dried chilies things like that to add a bit of flavour a bit of pizzazz dried garlic you know, use some of that shit, make a bit of flavour, freeze all your sauces and get ready for the apocalypse. This is what it seems like is happening. And as you all know, I did single word science at school, so I'm not going to necessarily be able to offer any kind of legitimate scientific advice as to what to do. All I can say, guys, is be careful, look after yourselves and hope you're all well and people that you know aren't dying or being sick or having a shit time because this whole scenario is just bollocks and um, people are cancelling things concerts are being cancelled football is being cancelled events are taking place with no crowds it's very weird it looks like the zombies are coming back i don't know what's going on the zombies ever be here in the first place i don't know dead single award but all i do know is i myself am a little bit shitting myself you know, I don't know what this lockdown period's going to be. I don't know whether it's going to happen. I don't know what's going on. The last I heard was the government here, the Stormont crew, these guys. I mean, listen, of all the people you would want in a time of crisis, those guys are not it. Do you know, we're still doing the old uh, blame game back and forward over the, the shutting the schools because the Republic's doing one thing and the UK's doing another thing. And then we're in the middle kind of being like, well, well, I don't fucking know. You know, all I know is I heard Arlene Foster say today that they're talking about shutting schools for 16 weeks, four months, what? What in the fuck is that? Like, will we be sent home from work? Will I have to look after Holly full time for like four months? Oh, no. I don't know what's going to go on, but the one thing that you can be guaranteed of is with lockdown or not this podcast will be out on a monday in fact if we're on lockdown i'll tell you what i'll probably do i'll probably do more podcasts for you i'll be able to put it on patreon so you can pay for it but i'll definitely do more podcasts because 
hey, let's face it, I'll fuck all else to do. I'll be sick of the sight of my daughter and my wife if I'm stuck in the house with the two of them because, I mean, you're supposed to self-isolate, which means, again, work this one out. You self-isolate, you go into your house and you stay away from other people that you live with. What if you have a dependent child that literally needs you to look after? You just go, unlucky, learn to wipe your own ass. And by the way, there's some boiling water and an egg. Fuck it in the hob, feed yourself, cunt. I mean, that's a rude thing to say for a child, but my mind's gone, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm panicking. You know, I'm not feeling uh, too excited about the whole thing. Uh, what started a few weeks ago as being a little bit of banter from those Chinese guys has kind of turned into, oh, fuck, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't think our politicians know what's going to happen. I don't know if there's going to be a cure. I don't know if we're going to be allowed out of the house. don't know if I'll ever be able to gig again. Who knows? But what I do know is my mind's going crazy. <laughs> It's, yeah, it's not a nice time. What started off as people being like, hey, China guys, don't eat bats, has kind of turned into, oh, fuck, seriously, get me some pasta, ASAP. Just give me that shit. And why you're hanging out with ASAP Rocky, I don't know. But it's it's freaky, you know? In the beginning, people were posting pictures up being like, the bat looks like it's in a jacuzzi. Ah, look at that bat. Fucking, does he eat the wings? I don't know. And here's the thing, do, do they even actually eat the bat? Or they just make a soup and decorate it. Is the bat kind of like what normal people... I mean, that sounds racist, but could describe Chinese people as not normal. But in this instance, if you eat bats and you're Chinese, hey, I don't care. This is the thing. You know, they're using a dead corpse animal as a decoration to a plate. You know, if they're just having like a, an oxtail broth and they're like... <laughs> what? Oh, no, no, not doing the voice. What would make this oxtail broth look a little bit sweeter to present and the guy's like stick a bat in it and he's like what do you mean like he's like nah just stick a bat and like put the bat in it like as in to like let the flavors infuse and in no just to make it look like the bats in a jacuzzi just stick it in put it to wee Try and open its wee eyes, but bat's eyes are small and your fingers are quite big, so it'll probably look a bit squinty. But do that, hang its wee wings over the side of the bowl and just fucking give it to some chopstick guy and just fuck it down. And then people are like, oh, by the way, rats are bats. They rhyme and they're the rats of the sky. Bats have germs. Whoa, shocker. Shocker alert. Bats have germs. And that's what apparently started us. You know, there's that. And then there's any of my friends who smoke cannabis every day who are being like, it was actually started by the government. Ah, fuck off, conspiracy people. You know, see, people are like, I know what's going on here. I'm in. I know what's going on. The government are trying to... You're going, hey, man, no harm to you. You're you're smoking bongs, you know. I'm eating Cheerios and you're just bonging it up. Do you know what I'm saying? There's... A difference, you're just on the bongs and you're on that LSD shit and I'm just having Cheerios and ham and cheese sandwiches. That's going into my body. You're sending chemicals into yours, freaking out, thinking you, a guy who sits in his room with some roommates and shit, smoking cannabis, knows more about what's going on in the world than governments. That's what I think's funny about these conspiracy guys. Always stoners being like, hey man, the government's going to fuck us. I don't know any American stoners, but that's, you know, they're, that's, they're planting it. The Chinese government, they're trying to, you know, they can't get away with doing what they did in Auschwitz. And I'll be like, hey man, the Chinese didn't do that. And he's like, don't worry about it, the Chinese were involved, all right? And you're just going, what? No, it was because some fucking pervert stuck a bat in a broth. 
You know what I'm saying? That's what's up. And now I'm stuck in my house with my wife and kid, potentially. Which again is nice, but you gotta go out. Do you know what I mean? You, yeah. And we're we're always the last to do anything here. You know, we're like we're watching in the Republic. They're like right immediately schools, colleges shut down. No big outside events. No mass gatherings of people. And we're here just a few a few miles up the road, being like fuck business as usual. Keep calm and carry on the fuck. You know, even in the UK, Boris Johnson kind of came out and was kind of like, hey man, I don't know what's going on. Hey, I've I've got these medical guys trying to tell me shit, but. I'm not listening to them because I'm a big pompous wasik. And you're just like, all right, okay, well, let's all just watch our, uh, I was going to say our old mates. I mean, elderly relatives perish. And it's a bit scary, you know. It's scary. I don't know what's going on. I, myself, obviously being a comedian, do gigs, run a gig. I've had the gig that I run, Pug Uglies. Colin Gaddis, he couldn't do the gig because of the virus, which is is fair, you know, obviously Colin's wife Maureen's getting some treatment at the minute, it would be stupid for him to be anywhere near potentially catching any kind of germs, let alone something like the friggin' coronavirus, so Colin quite rightly said, look, Dave can't do the gig past Thursday, and I thought, hey man, not a problem, you know, we'll get someone else in to do it, and then ended up being Shane Todd filling in for Colin, and Shane was supposed to be in America for a few days, but guess what? coronavirus banned him and that so he ended up doing doing pugs whenever the whole thing happened i was like i don't know even pugs should be going on i don't know because again i'm not a scientist all i know is there's going to be a lot of people in a room doing a lot of breathing obviously being a stand-up you're passing the mic to people you're sharing a mic it's a bit weird sometimes like i found if i've done gigs especially when we did that big comedy uh charity gig um for I think it was for the one Karen organised in the limelight. But I went on second from the end. The next day, full cold, just because I'd been getting a load of germs from all those other guys. Now, if you know the comedy squad, you'd probably be quite understanding and assuming. You could imagine some of those guys not washing their hands on the regular. Some of them probably think piss is clean and sterile, you know. So going towards the end, I wasn't too too impressed with it. But if there's a virus going around that nobody knows to have, eh, it's a worry. And now I don't know whether this is me being an absolute freak or whether this is me being genuinely concerned. I felt sicker after I did that gig. Now, is that just in my head? I don't know, because after the gig, it was a great gig. Now, I must say, Pugs was really good on Thursday. To begin with, a bit of a strange atmosphere. You know, the crowd were a wee bit quiet just before the gig. It was almost like it was library-esque, you know? People were just kind of, like, the chat wasn't, like, it wasn't raucous. It was just kind of like people kind of just telling each other at this level. And it was it was like this was kind of the, the, the hue over the over the, the venue, and then when I went on, it was just, it took a wee while to get going, but it was grand, but yeah, I don't know whether I'm just being a hypochondriac, or whether there's something legitimately wrong with me, but the next day I woke up, blind and sore head, feeling a little bit more chesty, and I'm an asthmatic guy, you know, it's not something I boast about, it's not something that I come out with and be like, here guys, I'm an asthmatic guy, but I am, it's definitely uh, been more noticeable since 
Holly's been at nursery because obviously she picks up all the germs of the day and when it's your child they're just in your face constantly rubbing snots on you breathing in you giving you kisses giving you hugs and I mean I love that not not getting sick I'm not like a freak but I like to be I like I like getting hugs and kisses from my daughter you know what I do and I'd never if she wanted to give me a hug or kiss be like get away from me filthy child you know I wouldn't but now I'm sort of kind of like, yeah, don't be touching my face. Especially those dirty wee hands of yours, you wee root. You know, probably shouldn't call my daughter a root. But, you know, people are probably thinking the big man would have learnt his lesson after the aggressive assault on youth last week in the podcast. Which, may I say, thank you to everybody that listened. And thank you to everyone who heard my side over the dirty bastard hand sanitizer gate. I appreciate it. But there were a few people messaging you being like, man, you shouldn't be, be on a podcast telling kids to suck your dick <laughs> and I guess to some extent if you're taking that literally no it shouldn't but you know what I have to say to the you guys sliding into my DMs telling me off for telling kids to suck my dick hey guess what get to the back of the queue get your floss out get your mouthwash on and get ready to suck my dick too not that I have a secondary dick like I don't, you know you get what I mean also you can suck my dick but, yeah, it's just, it's, it's strange. I felt sicker afterwards. I don't know whether the the gigs will be continuing. I know this week, um, really looking forward to it. I had gigs in London planned. Now, you know that uh, Papa himself is trying to make a bit of a wave on different scenes. Obviously, you know, I've got, I've got Belfast sewed up. A lot of people come to see me here. A lot of people support my stand-up here. And I appreciate that. A lot of people come to Pug Uglies. I appreciate that. But I feel like if I'm going to improve, move forward, I need to be gigging in other places like London, Glasgow, Manchester, Liverpool, places like that. I want to go there. And then you probably notice I excluded Dublin there. Again, Dublin, like kids, like people that are getting them at DMs, Dublin can suck my dick because Dublin's comedy scene, not sweet, not not really where I want to be. Very woke. And as you know, anything about Papa Bear, he's in hibernation. He's a sleepy guy. He says some things that might offend some people. But you know what? Here's the thing about the apology. Do I feel sorry about offended people? Nah, if you're offended, I feel sorry that you're a big fruit. That's what I feel sorry about so again get to the back of the queue there's i was going to say there's plenty of this dick to go about there's not <laughs> there's definitely not but but bring a wee wipe get in the queue and then we're, we're fine but i'm just trying to trying to figure out what's going to happen of one gig on next week that hasn't been cancelled the london gigs were cancelled they're still going ahead but i can't fly there because of all the germs i can't be getting on a plane going around the subway and stuff, just infecting people and getting infected. Who knows who's over there? You know, I have elderly relatives and a bit of a cough, so I can't be going out there. Lord knows what I've got. Lord knows what I could get. Who knows? That's freaky. You know, it's the whole thing is freaky. I got cancelled um, from doing my work with the IFA in Edinburgh. On the Wednesday as well, it's cancelled. So there's some money gone for St. Patrick's gigs and some money gone for the work with the IFA. It's just money. And see, in the last week, due to coronavirus, it's cost me a lot. 
You know, it's I mean, hasn't actually cost me anything bar my flights to London, but it's cost me potential earnings that, you know, I wouldn't say it's life changing, but it's definitely comforting. You know, the money I've missed through gigs being cancelled and stuff, it's definitely, it's definitely money that I could use. You know, and again, people are probably there going, hey, but at least you have a full time job. Yes, and I'm grateful for that support. And I do feel for my brothers and sisters who are full-time entertainers, comedians and that need the gig to get money, you know, need to get cash. I feel for them. But at the same time, you know, I do feel a bit for myself um, because I was looking forward to getting away doing those gigs, kind of, you know, maybe reaching out a little bit to, to some new folk, showing people what I'm all about, different people who don't know what the big man's all about. You know, I was really looking forward to it. And now I just have to wait. You know, we get back to London another time, and it's it's odd. The whole thing's very, very odd, and I just hope everyone's everyone's well and and looking out for themselves, and the government can figure out some kind of shit that that we are all just going to be able to get better and go about our lives. Because this whole lockdown thing's kind of shit. You know, people are like, "Oh, you got to be in lockdown and got the kids." You ain't going to have no lockdown. You're just going to be in a house with people. It's going to be driving your fucking doolally. You know, I used to have one sanctity when I was in the house, and that was in the toilet. I used to, whenever I had no kids, that was grand. It was me and Catherine. She respected the fact that when the bathroom doors closed, it's business time. She knew that when that door was shut, the gates of hell were open. She knew... That whenever the handle was up, the butt was open. You know, she'd not come in. But see, when you have a two-year-old, a wandering two-year-old, no respect. She just comes waltzing on in, being like, Daddy, poo? And I'm like, yeah, I'm pooing. Um, can, you, can you fuck off a little bit? And she'll just be like, ha, ha, ha. I'll be like, no, seriously, do leave the room. I need a shit. And you know, whenever you sort of feel like you're sort of like a carer of an old person, Whenever you're in the toilet by yourself, you're like feel like that old person. You're vulnerable. You just want your dignity. You just want people to leave to be like, give him his dignity. Just let him shit in peace. But then once the door's open, the floodgates are open, per se. And then your wife just is like, well, fuck it. If she's in, I'm going in too. And she goes, starts fucking shaving her back, whatever it is she does. I'm there in the, the bog shitting. Holly's just like throwing things into the bath, toilet rolls into the bath, and I'm looking at her at the minute in the current situation, being like, you're just fucking gold dust away, stop throwing toilet rolls into the bath. And it started me thinking down another line of thought that was, if this is my only sanctity, the only peace I have, what I have left, nothing, I have no peace, no sanctity, got me thinking that maybe in the beginning, you know, Joseph Fritzl's man cave wasn't entirely a bad idea. You know, at the very outset. Now, over time, do I think maybe it got a little bit weird? Yeah, I do. I think maybe in time it got a bit weird. But I like to think maybe in the beginning. Like, that's why everyone's always like, well, how did his wife not know about it? Because he didn't want her to know. The bro just wanted peace. He eventually built this little man cave in the beginning just to go down and just be like, oh, thank fuck, a bit of peace. Closes his, his eyes and just goes, oh, thank God. Sits, hears nothing. The wife's upstairs being like, Jaws, if your dinner's ready. And he's like, I'll do it. No, he doesn't say anything because he'll give it away. He's just like, holds his breath. 
Wait till she finishes and sneaks up. What are you doing? Sorry, is fixing some electricity downstairs. And he's, he's like, all right, okay, that's good. And then, you know, over time, maybe he spent too long in the wee dungeon. And from rather than just being a man cave, kind of became like a sex assault dungeon, which is entirely horrific. And the whole scenario was terrible. But I think maybe in the beginning, he just might have wanted peace. I'm not saying that I'm going to go down a similar route there. I'm merely just thinking that... You know, I have nowhere to go. If I'm isolated in the house with my wife, with my daughter, I don't know, I'll definitely shave my head. For no other reason than I'll I'll be bored. You know, I'll not be able to do anything. I'll be like, I'll fucking, that's what I do. I'll be like, what can I do? And then I get an idea in my head and go, oh, I'll shave my head. Then I start doing it. Then I'll be like, oh, for fuck's sake, why did I do that stupid fucking thing? And that's the story of my life. You know, I get great ideas and then do it and I go, oh, bollocks, why the fuck did I do that? And that's another one. I'll probably end up shaved head, beard off, just looking disgusting, and then being like, "Why am I? I'm like, thank fuck, I'm stuck in the house for a few weeks. Because if I get out looking like this, I'll just f- jump up in the air and spike myself. Just jump up, arms by my side, fucking hadouken. See you later. <clears throat> Need out of the fucking house. I went out of the house today. It was a lovely day. Again, you start thinking, if you're not getting out of the house, let's go and do things. You know, let's go out and about and do things of your day. That's what I did with Catherine Holly. We went out. I went to Eason's. I went into Bangor. Went into Bangor Town and just had a nice time. Went to Eason's. I bought myself an expensive pen. Catherine was like, you have literally a million pens in the house. And I said, I know, but I don't have a nice pen. She goes, you don't need a nice pen. You have a million pens. All pens are needed for is to write. And I go, yes, no, but if I've got a nice pen, I'll be more inclined to write because at the minute I'm finding myself distracted by things and if I'm going to be in lockdown I want to come out of it with with something you know I want to come out of it with new things to do and I said to her right what I'm going to do I'll get the money back from this pen by writing something good she was like you better and I was like oh well and I said here and by by the by by the by I'll get you something from Easton's as well so she chose a book so I mean we're all winning but bought that then I bought a moleskin uh, book to write in but here's the thing I've got a bigger moleskin book to write my, like the bits and bobs in but I want a smaller one to bring the gigs with just the wee notes in it you know just to know what I'm doing and I was grand went in decent spot that 12 quid don't say anything about it especially not the Catherine who will listen to this and then shout at me but sh- and then we went across TK Maxx exact same book 4 quid Catherine was like, I'll go back over to Eason's and swap it for you. And I was like, oh, it wasn't really. That price, it must have been a different book. But in my head, I'm going, I'm just too embarrassed to go back and return a book. So I just have it now. And I'm going to make money back from that book as well. You know, so it'll be fine. But that was what we did. Went to Eason's, went to TK Maxx, which, again, news alert, has pasta. Albeit, it's LGBT friendly and the colour of the LGBT flag. But, you know, if that's what you're into, that's great. Me, personally, I just like my pasta like like my people <laughs> white you know i mean that's obviously a joke but i just find different colored pasta to be freaky you know like multicolored pasta is freaky red pasta is freaky green pasta freaky just make my pasta white please but if you're looking pasta tk maxx's pasta i think it's just supermarkets that don't have pasta i've been to corner shops they've got pasta I went to the Centra, pasta, co-op, pasta, just Tesco's and Sainsbury's, no pasta, even Asta pasta, <coughs> and bog rolls, I mean, don't know what people are all about that, all you need is just a, a shower with a detachable head that you can just crank up the power and just kadoosh your ass butt, 
you know, I should have said hole there, not ass butt, but hey, we call it ass butt all day. That's what it's all about. So it's freaking me out, you know. And on a side note, before I get any deeper into the day that we had, went for lunch. I went shopping for a few more bits and bobs. That was nice. Some cleaning products. And that was nice. And we had some lunch. And it was all good. And we come back to the house, put our day in. But it was weird. The The town was quiet. There was an eeriness about it. And I felt the same eeriness since last Thursday when I was in Belfast for Pugs. It was eerie. It was just a strange atmosphere. And hopefully in time, that will lift. We'll, we'll get cured. And we don't have to be in our friggin' houses getting cabin fever, going mad for months you know i want to get out but if we have any bright spots it's there'll be more podcasts for sure because there'll be fuck all else to do so i mean if you like listening to this podcast enjoy it because there'll be more again if i'm stuck uh, another patreon podcast up there during the week I, i tend to talk more on patreon about like just genuine feelings and stuff not like it's not like a mental health thing but like you know just like opinions and stuff on things and like stuff i'm working on behind the scenes on that and just generally answer more personal questions from my patrons so if you want to do that head over to patreon uh slag eye podcast and, and get on it support it also to uh, i see the listening figures guys we're going up every week i love it i appreciate it but at the same time Subscribe to the SoundCloud, subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts and rate and review it. You know, it's a segment I used to do in the podcast when people actually did write, spend five minutes and write a little review of the podcast. I read it out. I appreciate it. So do that, please. And we'll keep trying to move things forward because potentially, I said before, there could be some changes afoot. So, you know, with any luck, it'll all improve. So just, I need the support back and I appreciate every listen. I appreciate when people share it on Instagram stories. Again, it seems weird, but if you share something and recommend it, maybe one friend will pick up on that. That's one more listener. Maybe things will, you know, that's what we got to do, especially in this time when we're stuck indoors and we're bored. Listen to me. Have a nice time with me. It'll be fun. And also ask questions because, I mean, that always puts a lot of the podcast in. Now, you may notice the sound slightly better this week. I bought a, I say, yeah, I did buy it actually, but years ago, I bought some foam for soundproofing the Boytown studio and then we left that studio and moved to a new studio. So I took all the soundproofing off the walls. Now, I did glue it directly to the walls in the old studio, which was absolutely fucking dense. But now in the new place, I bought loads of cardboard, stuck it to the cardboard, nailed it to the wall. Genius that I am. So I've got a, a, a panel here that goes on top of my sound shield to try to hopefully capture a bit more sound. And then also I got like a little a little foam cover for my microphone to try and take away that p that I'm doing. That p that p p p picks up. Pick up a packet of puss. Pissers, I don't know. I don't even know what that means. What the fuck shit am I saying? Pick up a fucking pick up a packet of penguins is what I fucking been saying. Oh, puss pissers, that's gross. It sounds like a disgusting term for female genitalia. Puss pisser, gross. But yeah, the sound should hopefully sound better, and I can pop pop poppity pop if I want, and hopefully it sounds nicer in your ears. Do you know what else? 
you should do, guys, anyway, on a side note, is head yourself to the supermarket. And if you don't have any pasta, don't have any beans, don't have any toilet roll, say fuck it and head to the alcohol aisle and look for some modest beer because the Sly Guy podcast is brought to you in association with Modest Beer. Modest are a little independent brewery crafting small batch beers for discerning drinkers. Mm. Modest is brewed in my hometown of Hollywood, County Down, not California, because I'd still be there if it was, you get me. But if you're keen to know more about Modest, contact them on Instagram, at Modest Beer. Contact them on Facebook, whoa, at Modest Beer. Contact them on Twitter, at Modest Beer. Or go to their website, www.modestbeer.co.uk. Find your nearest stockist, find out where you can get it. And guess what? Get it in your fridge, get that baby cold and drink some delicious cool modest beer and there we have it guys again um we're just floating through the podcast half an hour done just worrying about coronavirus it's just oh stressing me out last week i was getting bullied by kids and this week i'm being told i'm going to get infected and die it's stressful it's stressful for an old man to get this shit yeah, you'd be pleased to know that all the kids have stopped messaging me once Shane took that stupid post down. But um, I did not like that. I did not like that at all. And I appreciate, though, everyone who laughed at my misfortune. All the, the loads of you, the droves, the fucking turncoats listening to the podcast and laughing at my expense. You guys can also get in the queue. But you know what? It's all good. It's all over. I'm not being bullied anymore by kids. I don't have to worry about having kids in my DMs anymore because that itself looks creepy, you know? So I'm, I'm happy with how that's panned out. And we're getting there, aren't we? So let's see what the listeners' questions are this week. Um, Wormball has said, things have just gotten serious. I hope that your events are still going ahead. Nah, man, as you know, all cancelled. But he sent me a link to this story. And let's have a look at the story. Oh, whoa. I mean, Wormball, that's an interesting headline off the bat. Pansexual bareback fuckfest cancelled over coronavirus concerns. And um, believe it or not, that was actually my gig in London. So, I mean, two birds and one stone there. Uh, Wormball. Um, I'm only joking, it was actually an event in Atlanta. Patrons of Leatherman's Bluff Sex Emporium were crestfallen today upon learning that Dark Spectrum, the club's monthly Anything Goes, no condoms allowed, orgy will be postponed due to coronavirus fears. Hey guys, I'd also say AIDS, STIs, all of them would be fears. You've got AIDS, you've got chlamydia, you've got the flu, every other sexually transmitted disease. Hey, wear, wear rubber johnnies, put sheaths on if you're going, that's one of my mottos, but my granny always used to say to me, she would say, Dave, if you're going to an orgy, wear a fucking Joe bag, bro. Then that's what my 90 year old granny would say to me when I went to orgies as a kid. Say, you going to the glory hole? Man, and I go, yeah, granny, I am. And she goes, put a fucking sheath in your cock. Sheath that cock. Motherfucker. And I'd be like, hey, I'm not fucking no mother. And she goes, I know that, but fucking put a fucking put a fucking potato bag on, bro, and hit that fucking glory hole and get sucked there. Eh? I'd be like, Granny, chill the fuck out. Just sit down. Stop telling me how to get my dick sucked and just drink tea and watch fucking countdown. Shut your hole. 
please. But it was with a heavy heart that was announced the cancellation of this Friday's flat planned debauchery, said Clubmaster Garth Shadowmane. Hey, I'm going to say it's a made-up name. Um, Until we can assure that our carnal festivals of raw back anal back anal pleasure will not expose our clientele of dom subs gimps and leather puppies to coronavirus precautions must be taken while the atlantic king community expressed overwhelming disappointment with the cancellation most seem to at least understand that the decision is for the best now there's going to be a couple of freaks who go to these events making a statement here let me just have a drink of water before i read this and be sick Oh no. I was all set to get my own protective freak on this Friday, lamented longtime Leatherman's patron, Gimps Come. But when I'm on my knees in front of a hole in the wall, eagerly awaiting to service whatever unsheathed member pokes its way through, the last thing I want to be thinking is, will this get my grandmother sick? And I mean, fair play to Gimps Come for that because. That's often what I th- I think in that scenario, mostly because my grandmother's probably told me to be, you know, protect myself. You know, my granny, in many respects, I guess, like th- when I was ranting about her, I was annoyed, but I guess she's kind of just like a UFC ref, protect yourself at all times. Fair play, granny. I appreciate that. And also, Wormball, I don't know, was this a question that you just happened to, to come across this story, or did you happen to get an email saying that it was cancelled because... Either way, it looks like an event. But what I'm saying is there'll be a lot of wanking going on because those guys, those freaks, like, I mean, uh, beggars belief that people are just going to massive sex parties not wearing doms, you know? Anyway, Nathan Concilia. Hey, Davey, pretty sad sly news this week. All around, both as a Liverpool fan and as somebody who doesn't want to be quarantined, and what are some facts, stories, or just advice for the sly guys and girls out there to keep them, to keep the heads up in these dark times? Well, guys, first and foremost, you got to follow this podcast. You got to listen to it. Listen to the words of advice. I am, in many respects, potentially going to be the quarantine cult leader, the sly guy leading you guys through the sly times. So, that's my first bit of advice. Tune into this. Also, wear condoms. Not necessarily for sex purposes, just to keep yourself clean. Put condoms in your hands and your dicks, over your heads and your feet. Just become dom guys, I would say. Also probably get a good series on Netflix, a good long one. Something that's going to be a few seasons. So when you're quarantined, you can you know work your way through it. Even if you're not on Netflix, get on Sky Box Sets and get Game of Thrones. Start that from, from scratch. That should get you through. And then also... Learn, we'll meet again by Vera Lynn because that's what they sing during difficult times. We'll meet again, don't know where, don't know when, but I know we'll meet again some sunny day. What a nice voice for a big man, eh? But yeah, listen to that, get, get the spirit together and just wash your hands, guys. I mean, that's mental that that's what people are being like. Here, stay indoors and wash your hands. Who doesn't wash your hands? I wash my hands so much that I have to bring hand cream with me places because my hands are always so dry because I wash them so much. I mean, as you know, as a single word science guy, I know about hard water. And that's not a fragrance by Davidoff. Um, Adam Miller has said, Can you give me a big hug and tell me everything's going to be okay? 
Hey Adam, I can't. I'm not a scientist. I'm not a doctor. Not necessarily sure that it is going to be okay. But what I'm saying is you need to take the necessary precautions. You need to protect yourself. You need to get your gloves up. And you need to just try to power through. You know, that's what you just, you got to do is just power through. You know, that's all the only thing that there is for it, you know. Um... It's genuinely frightening times. Mick Conlon has said, every knees, bro, can't get enough of them. <coughs> um, and he's actually sent me a photo of a, of a penis, which is, is really weird. I'm going to say, no, I've never eaten one per se, man. I've uh, I put one in around my face, like a lip seal, but never never e- eaten it. Um, oh, sorry, that's just actually my own private phone. Photos I'm looking at, what he's actually sent me is a... Crispy seaweed thins, wasabi flavor. No, I haven't. But hey, don't eat seaweed because I'm not a fish. I'm just a regular dude. But I've never seen them before, so we'll try them because I do like wasabi. So, I mean, you know. But I haven't. So, your question is, I've not eaten them. That would be the answer. Have you ever eaten them? No, I haven't. Willing to try them, like many things. I'll try anything once. Oh, yeah, said the actress to the bishop. Owen Kelly. Hola, Papa Bear. Ever been arrested? And if so, what for? Nah, I'm a good boy. Never been arrested. Um, Have I... I nearly got into a fight. I nearly got arrested actually once in Bangor. Because... What did I do? Yeah, the police were whooping somebody. I filmed it on my phone and then the police chased me trying my phone back. I wouldn't give it to them. And yeah, that was about it. They tackled me to the ground and I just gave as good as I got. Got away with it. And I was like, hey man, what's your number? Guy wouldn't tell me his number. And he was like, I'm not giving you my police number. And I was like, nah bro, I want your phone number. I'm going to slide into your, your WhatsApp and I want to fuck you. And he was like, actually just get away from me. I'm not arresting you. And that's how you get out of getting arrested. Aaron Johnson, not a question, but I thought you might like to hear it anyway. My manager in work came into the office yesterday and informed us all that her child had told her that somebody was going around selling hand sanitizer with piss in it. I burst out laughing, but rather than explain the situation, I let her continue to believe it. For that, I can only apologise, Papa Bear. Regardless, if the virus results in a zombie apocalypse, what's the big Davies weapon of choice? Guys, I've said this before on a podcast, my weapon of choice is a double A battery with a bit of string tied around it and coated in an electrical wire. That's my weapon of choice. People don't know what it is. It just looks like a bit of string, bam, broken orbital bone in an instant. That's my weapon of choice. Either that or just a straight up pump action gun. You know, if, if, if I don't have time to create the battery with a string around it, and electrical wire, I'll just buy a gun and pop people off with it. Um, but other than that, in a zombie apocalypse, what weapon would I use? I would just cough on people at the minute. It'd be scared the shit out of them. Richard Sherwood has said, What's your favourite podcast to be a guest on and do taste challenges? Now, Richard's a good friend of mine. He has a podcast with another good friend of mine, AJ Johnston, who uh, their, their podcast is called The Wardrobe of Life. I've been a guest on it twice. 
Both times I have a great fun. First time got to listen to it back. Second time they fucked the sound, so I threw my fist through a pane of glass in anger at having listened to the episode. So it would probably be your podcast as my favourite to go on because it is good fun. But you may fix the sound next time because I'm not fucking having it, especially in the zombie apocalypse. But I'll never see you again, Richard, because we're all going to die because of this virus. John Joe Flood. Hey, David. Just wondering if you had to endure a zombie apocalypse, what would your weapon of choice be? And what would your vehicle of choice be? And most importantly, would Mr. Charlie be left behind for fear of slowing you down? Um, Mr. Charlie would be left behind my long-suffering, old, wise Chinese dog. He probably brought the virus to the country, to be fair. He's the sort of fucker that would eat a bat. You know, he's a stupid old Chinese guy. He shot on the floor today, having just been out the back. I don't know why he does it. He must get a kick out of it. Is he a pervert? Probably. Haven't seen a lipstick after he did it, to be fair, so I can't vouch for that. But the same freak would do it. Um, my car would just be my Tucson. You know, I just hop in the Tucson, maybe stick this sound shield that he used for the podcast in the front and just gadoosh through people. Um, but I don't like the thought of it. I don't like I, I, I don't like Mad Max. Maybe I'll watch Mad Max. Maybe I'll freak myself out. Maybe I'll get on the cannabis that the boys are on. Maybe I'll get some of that cannabis weed, smoke it up, and just hot box the house and lose my fucking shit. Maybe that's the only way to get out of it. Oh, this is a great timing for this question. Chris Henning, fuck off coronavirus. It can suck my cock. I never thought I'd miss the Brexit chat. Fuck's sake, people need to get a hold of themselves. Cunts, not a question, just a rant. Well, you know what, Chris? That's how I'm feeling. I'm all about it, my friend. Adam McAvoy, would you rather no longer be known for selling fake hand sanitizer or have peace and quiet when having a shit nowadays? Oh, that's a tough question. <laughs> that's a tough question. I mean... I just can't have peace taking a shit in the house. I can do it when I'm other, out other places. So I do still have some time to myself. So, I mean, I would rather um, not be known for selling fake hand sanitizer because that incident also reminded me that there are complete and utter morons in the world, like moron level that I didn't even anticipate being a thing. Like people are that dumb that it scared me. So knowing that's a level of density out there, it's panicked me even more. John McCallum has said, who's the best celebrity you've met? I know you're a fan of Chris Jericho. I met him in Nando's on the Dublin Road before a Fozzie concert. Chatted to him briefly and he seemed like a nice guy. P.S. Sly Guy Podcast is the best way to start the week. Love it. John, you're right. It's the best way to start the week. It's also the best way to end the week if you listen to it later in the week. But it's just a great podcast. And people keep sharing it, keep putting in any Instagram stories on Twitter, whatever. Just keep doing it. Keep doing it. But who's the best celebrity I've met? Um, honestly, Ricky Gervais, probably. You know, I've met two of my heroes, and Terry Henry as well was a gentleman. But yeah, Ricky Gervais, just because people would maybe think from his persona that he might be a bit of a dickhead. But he was the nicest guy I've met, and he was probably he's probably my number one hero, I guess. Apart from Thierry Henry, he is my number one hero. But I mean, he's a footballer, so don't worry about that. But other than that, yeah, Ricky Gervais and gentleman, absolute gentleman. And yeah, it's always nice because you can meet people and be like, oh, they're assholes. But I met him, thought he was a top, top guy. Um, obviously too. When I gigged with John Bishop, that was nice too, albeit he tried to pull my wife, but don't worry about that. Um, AJ, who I spoke about earlier, does a Word of Life podcast. 
Richard chirped in. AJ's chirping in. Let's hear what he's got to say. With the shortage of toilet paper taking hold, are you fearful that the next thing to go will be stringers and baby oil? Nah, here's the thing, my friend. I have a vault under my house and all I have down there is a piercing machine, some studs, string vests and baby oil. So if anyone wants it, I'll be out on the streets with my Michael Myers mask on because, I mean, those wee... Uh, painting masks aren't going to save you from shit but if you wear a Michael Myers mask no one's coming near you but I'll be dishing out stringers I'll be getting those nips pierced I'll be just letting people have a great time because I mean that's part of it see if you're going to all be quarantined and having shit time you want to have a laugh so you know I'll go out there and cheer people up Dave Harris with the shortage of toilet paper taking hold are you fearful of the next thing to go oh no it'll be ba- stringers and baby oil I've put the same question twice what have I done? Oh no, I'm a bad, bad, bad person. Let me go, go and check and see whether or not I'm just just a blind man. Just a very, very blind man. Right, where the hell is this? Dave Harris, boom. Good morning, Papa Come Goblin. Oh, why, why Dave? Why? Um, My question is, if you were to walk through Botanic Gardens on a wonder day... What would the can of your choice be? Hey, I mean, obviously modest beer. The the beer for discerning drinkers brewed in Hollywood with one L. Find them at modest beer. You know, that would be the ticket. But, I mean, if I'm not drinking beer, it's got to be a cider and it's going to be Summersby because it wouldn't be a can. It would be a bottle shipped in from Lisbon in Portugal. Here, chilled Summersby. Bingo. Helen, do you think with all this panic buying and clearing of the shops past in toilet rolls um, is sly or do you have 900 toilet rolls in the cupboard somewhere? You know what? I don't think it's sly, but I think people are fucking dense. Like, why would you hoard it? You know, some people don't need it. Take what you need. You know, look, it's the, old, this, the elderly people that need it. It's probably a big smick ma who sucks 16-year-old dick at bonfires that hoards all that shit. Yeah, I got all that bog roll. What do you need it for? I don't know. But just fucking have in case I use it as rolling paper. And you go, what the fuck? Just put it back. Like, Catherine was at the at Tesco's all day and she just saw this woman with, you know, a duck arse haircut. It's like kind of up at the back and it's like down at the front. She probably had a septum piercing. Uh, orange can. Tattoos on the top of her tits, a dog paws, because that's what they do. Just walking through Tesco's with all the bread. Now, she said to me, why the fuck she's stocking all that bread? I said, she's probably a fat bitch, has to eat a load of Monster Munch sandwiches. So, you know, it's probably what's going on there. It's nothing to do with coronavirus. It's just a coincidence. And she was like, all right, okay. I didn't even realise that was a thing. And I said, I know it's a thing. I know what goes on. Um, Ronan Burke, hey, sly boy. Your beloved Arsenal lose to Mikel Arteta to coronavirus. Have you been approached to fill a position in a caretaker role? I'm going to say this. No, I haven't. But if I, if I was, I'd take the job. Arsenal, if you need someone to fill Arteta's hole, holler at your boy. Absolutely zero experience at all in coaching football or tactics, but I know El Pasión, as they say. In Spanish, don't speak Spanish, but that's what I've got, Pasión. Um... Danny Cunningham, hi Dave, hope you're all good man. I know you've had some runnings with Dr Christian before, but what are your thoughts on this article? He's a shit guy, 
Now, I'm going to say I'm a big fan <clears throat> of Dr. Christian Jessen, but let's see what he's got up to now. Christian Jessen claims Italians are using coronavirus as an excuse to siesta. Oh man, it's Spanish. It's racist from you, Christian. Embarrassing bodies, Dr. Christian Jessen has said that Italy's coronavirus is a lockdown, an excuse to stop work, and have long siesta in a series of controversial remarks. Jessen told Fubar Radio's Access All Areas that he believed that the virus... Um, to be like a really bad cold and claim people were more worried than they needed to be. Go ahead, Christian. Christian Jessen's clearly given medical tips to Boris Johnson about the whole uh, coronavirus thing. But you know what? A, a bit of me likes, like, if you're going to be sly, I think you should just own being sly. Because some people are like, you know, they're sly and they're like, actually, no, I should apologise. Nah, fuck it. If you're going to be that way, own it. You know, that's... um. That's the way it is. You know, that's just what it is. If you're going to be a piece of shit, be a piece of shit. Don't apologise for it, you know. If you're going to be out there saying coronavirus is nothing, you know, come out and own it. Like, Dr. Christian is a big, in-shape, sexy guy. I'm sure he can fight those viruses, says what he wants, does what he wants, and is a sly guy. And it's a nice way to end this week's podcast. Guys, we're at the end. I just want to say thanks again for listening another episode of me being slightly mental and hopefully next week we'll be a bit more aware of what's going on hopefully there'll be a cure in the air hopefully you know there'll be less hysteria and hopefully i'll get back to do those fucking gigs in london you know hopefully that'll be it and we're not quarantined because i mean nobody needs to be stuck in the house with their family you know, no one needs to be in there. And if you have relatives who are older with underlying health conditions, maybe spare them a bog roll. Give them a wee tin of beans. Maybe just, you know, help them out. Do a bit of shopping for them. They can't go to shops themselves. Go you out while you're fit and healthy. You know, help out. And hopefully we're all in a better place um, next week. Now, I say better place. I'll still be in my dining room next week, but... You know what I'm saying. Guys, first and foremost, before anything else, share the podcast. But then after that, take care of yourselves. And I'll see you next week.